everyone. Thanks for stopping by episode one. All right. This is our first episode of Darn IT Podcast. I'm your host, Darling Gresson Jr. I am the Chief Technical Architect of Darn IT Group. And today's first episode is going to be about being cyber aware for your small business. Now, the SMB community is really close to heart for me. And for those who don't know who I am, uh, I started Darn IT Group because I realized that there is a lot of uh, unknown variables. And this is back in even as far as 2009. Um, and as some, as some of you may be aware of the new, uh, the new iPhone, the 3GS that came out at the time. And that kind of sparked some sort of revolution in my mind. So really, I thought about how this particular device would change the world. And as we know, it did, right? I don't know about you guys, but Back in 2019, I was rocking one of those monochrome BlackBerry uh, bowls or whatever the heck they were called with a side scroller or whatever. Like those were like cutting edge. And when I saw the new iPhone come out, when it was first introduced, I knew at that moment that our world will never be the same again. And what I mean by that is this device will literally put the internet in our hand. And I saw the tremendous capabilities touchscreen technology would have for the world. And it really comes down to a few things. One is the fact that no matter your skill set, usability, you'll have this thing in your hand literally 24-7 to be able to access everything. And we've seen over the last decade how significantly that changed our lives. And in ensuing that, there was a lot of even at that time, there was a lot of cyber threats out there on the internet, but it really didn't come to home, right? These were enterprise problems and working for large scale businesses at the time, I realized that it's only a matter of time before this trickles down to the smaller businesses. And looking at that, I never really saw a, um, you know, a, a chance where that would not happen. I knew that the low-hanging fruit of small businesses would get affected. And it really started to hit home back in 2013 when a lot of smaller businesses were starting to get reported or you start hearing it more in the media. The media really didn't pay much attention to it until I would say around 2013. And that's around the time where you started to see a lot of people becoming aware. So um, when I started uh, Darn IT Group back then, uh, which was under a different name, essentially I was aiming more towards protecting the little guy, protecting the small businesses, because I knew if you had a home office or if you're a remote user or if you only had a handful of employees, um, you didn't have an internal IT team. And that's kind of where spurred my uh, managed services development at that time. But I always knew um, from my experience uh, in the security sector was that it was only a matter of time before these threats actually affected you know, everybody, right? You know, even as, as simple as the, um, you know, little child who has a tablet in their hand. So I knew that this was happening. So how does this affect small businesses? Now, 
people define small business in different variables. Um, they can state it in different ranges. They can state it, you know, working out of their basement, um, working out of a coffee shop. Uh, it, it really all depends how you define it. And different industry standards set the bar in terms of what's considered a small business, or some people have called it solopreneurs or home-based business, whatever the case may be, regardless of what you have or what you don't have, the fact of the matter is, is you probably have right now a laptop or desktop and a smartphone or tablet. That means, statistically speaking, you have over two to three devices for yourself. And this is not factoring everything else in your own household. If your spouse has it, your kids have it, if your partner has it, it doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is that you all have different devices. So what does that mean? Well, pretty much essentially the fact is you have a device connected to the internet, therefore you're vulnerable, right? I know even as a few years back, people thought, okay, well, I have a, a Apple iPhone and I have the most secure device in the world. Well, that's a, a load of you know what, because there is a growing uh, threat against iPhones uh, as much as there are Androids. Now, the fact that Android is more open source and Apple is more closed sourced, you know, the threats against the iPhones have taken a, a bit longer to appear, but it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And different attacks don't necessarily need the particular operating system to be able to trick you. Um, something as simple as a redirector uh, could basically redirect a link from your email account to a malicious, um, a malicious site through a DNS redirector. And, you know, you could essentially enter your information or your bank credentials, whatever, into that particular app or device. And regardless of what device you have in your hand, you're still vulnerable. So take away the fact that you think a particular device is more secure than the other doesn't mean you need to pass off the fact that you need to be cyber aware in terms of what you do online. So this is a very key thing. A lot of people in the SMB community that get tripped up over is the fact that, you know, they're small, they're tiny, they don't have a lot of information, everything's in, their, in the cloud, etc. so forth. Let me make this perfectly clear. Doesn't matter where your data is being stored, it will be at some point exploited and, and taken because data on itself is actually a hotter commodity than oil. Okay, so you're not thinking properly when it comes to keeping your information stored. Now, I get asked all the time, okay, well, I have it on the cloud or I have it on prem. So, what do I do? How do I protect myself? Well, I'll get into that in a different, uh, another podcast. I just want to talk about the, in this first episode, is just talk about the sort of the surface stuff. And I will get into deeper details or, or explain things more specifically in different podcasts. And you're always welcome to request different podcasts with, uh, with me. Um, if you could just flip an email to info at darn and give me a podcast suggestion, and then I'll be able to kind of dig a bit deeper in terms of what you need to do. Um, but right now I just want to talk about how to become cyber aware, how to become aware of what you do. The first thing I always say in all of my talking, talking engagements, all of my, uh, my podcasts, all my videos, etc. I say the same thing. You have to understand 
where your vulnerabilities lie. And it's not as simple as just sitting there for five minutes. It's, it's really thinking about the big picture. Don't think about, oh, well, my stuff is stored in uh, Dropbox or my information stored on my computer, which is secure with 56 firewalls and 56 antivirus programs, etc. It's It's talking about understanding where each of your piece of information lies and who has access to that. A lot of small businesses and medium-sized businesses have different touch points. They have different employees, various different people who have different touch points for the business. So it's not a specific, um, it's in one location, in one container. There is different ways to get access to information and beyond that. And just thinking outside your own department, think about where that information is being stored and how is it going to be get or how is it going to get accessed through your employees through yourself or potentially through outside attackers the latest and most well-known story right now at this time of this recording was the um the capital one breach and a long story short with that one is the organization took you know, somewhat preventative measures against threats. But what they didn't realize is that their their open source application that sat on AWS, Amazon Web Services, basically the ex-employee Amazon, the, the, the hacker, she essentially used some exploit um, with the open source code and through Amazon and was able to access and decrypt or potentially decrypt the information stored on Capital One's servers. So that may have been something that was missed, but it's something that what really wouldn't would kind of be like a worst case scenario. And no one in, in an extent could figure that out. But at the same time, this vulnerability was well known in the community. And through research, I found that the exploit was utilized um, with this hacker. And again, long story short, she essentially utilized that, utilized her expertise as an engineer for Amazon back in the day, and as well as that, and utilized that exploit that Capital One didn't close properly. So a proper analysis of your where your information could be exploited well, could be extensive in the event of Capital One, but for a small business, it's a bit easier in terms of figuring that stuff out because you know where your information is stored, um, so you have a better grasp of where it's being handled and how the authentication process is being taken place. So how do you become invulnerable? Well, There's no surefire way to become invulnerable, and it's a load of nonsense if you think for one second that your information is going to be stored, locked away in Fort Knox. That is literally impossible, and Capital One can probably agree with me on this one, is the fact that it doesn't matter where you store your information, you need to make sure that there is a backup of that. So as I've been quoted on when I was working or I did some uh, work for the Globe and Mail, and a few other professional engagements I've done talks in is back up your backups, back up your backups, create redundancy. Don't rely on an on-prem solution or cloud-based solution. Use different touch points because you got to think of worst case scenarios when it comes to your data. And again, I'll talk about more in depth in a different episode. So when it comes to the key aspects of protecting your business, you need to focus on your data. Where is your data stored? How's it being protected? And what would you do in the event of a breach or an attack? Now, keep in mind, this is very important and something that business owners and business leaders fail to understand 
all the time. Do not, I repeat, do not live in complacency. Do not live in the fact that you have it there, everything's okay. Always, always, always recheck your plans. Always recheck your disaster recovery plans and test it. I repeat, test your backups. Test your disaster recovery options because if you don't, there may be potentially an issue with the backups when you need it. The other step here is understanding your infrastructure. Every business has a unique difference in their business. I don't care if you own uh, the same franchise or you're in the same business. Every business is different. And no matter what you tell me or, or what you say is every business has a different uniqueness to it. So it's not just like saying, okay, one size fits all, because a lot of people don't understand this. And, and I get scoffed at when I do events because I can't, you know, give the secret sauce as you will, is how to be completely cyber secure, because that's some, you know, unicorn running on rainbow sort of thing. And it really just does not work in a cookie cutter solution. So it's very hard for myself and anyone else in this industry to basically stop and say, here, these are all the goods of the trade. This is what you need to do to to completely secure your business. And it's not essentially the fact that you're not capable of utilizing the proper tools out there to protect your business. The The issue is that every business has different touch points and there cannot be one solution that fits everyone's needs, Right. So how would your business different than being, you know, versus your friend's business or your colleague's business? You know, everyone acts and works differently. We're all unique human beings here. So we cannot assume that every single business, you know, no matter if it's a financial business or a retail business or a manufacturing business, it doesn't really matter. And it comes down to just doing the right proactive measures as well as keeping the right mindset. And a lot of people stop and say, well, you know, you guys are just staring, it's just scaring the crap out of us because, you know, you know, we, we start turning into, you know, analysis paralysis where you're not actually realizing that your business is, is at, you know, at the crosshairs, but you're just over analyzing everything. You're just taking in all this information and you're doing absolutely nothing about it. And I always say, you have to start today. You have to start now because you can't start when you know, after your business gets breached, right? Because I always say there's two different types of businesses, a business that, that has yet to be breached and a business that has been breached. And I always say to people, it's, it's like, what do you want to be? Do you want to be the business that comes to us or, you know, stops and says, hey, you know, we need to do something now after we, you know, after everything failed us? Or do you want to put the proper proactive measures in place now? And the analogy I love to use in regards to this is a fire plan. And I'll talk about more of the fire plan in a different uh, episode as well. But these things are very crucial of keeping your business cyber secure and cyber aware. And lastly, you know, and I touched about about infrastructure briefly, uh, but at the, at the last part of this is if you have employees and even if you're just a solopreneur, is you have to have the cybersecurity awareness training. It doesn't matter. Uh, if you've had it six months ago, if you had it a year ago, or you just had it, you always need to make sure you're always up to date, even if it's the same information you rehash over and over again. That is very key in terms of keeping yourself cyber aware. So you're not worrying about, 
keeping those you know employees in check and asking them, oh, have you opened any emails lately? Don't open all these emails. You know, you start turning into a parent when it comes to your business and really that's not how you become cyber secure is your employees need to be to put on their uh, big boy or big girl pants and say, Hey, I received this email. I'm going to talk to you or I'm going to talk to uh, the point of contact in the business to determine if that this email needs to be opened or if you need to transfer this call to a particular someone or if you need to transfer all that money to the CEO or whatever. The point is, once people become aware of the situation, they become aware of the fact that they are actually aware of the things that come about in their in their lives and in their in their business. What you're going to see is your your employees become more aware and yourself become more aware and less apt to make mistakes. And here's where I say ignorance is bliss. You're probably sitting here saying to yourself or to me, you know what, darling. I know enough. I'm not stupid enough to, to open up an email. I'm smart. I'm good. Okay. Let me be honest with you here. And if you, if you listen this far in this podcast, you can hear some of my, my dirty laundry. Okay. Uh, a few years back, I was working and I received an email from PureLater and we received some product and, you know, for some of our, our clients. And uh, I saw an email come into my mailbox and it said, you know, just track your package. And I clicked on the link. And after I clicked on the link, I didn't realize, and and thankfully, my protection software kicked in and saw that it was actually redirecting me to a malicious site. But, you know, being in this industry, you know, even someone like myself sometimes trips up. And I can successfully say I haven't done anything stupid since then. However, I just want to illustrate the fact that it happens to the best of us, right? The people who are doing, doing what we can. It just takes that one email, that one phone call, or that one USB key to completely cripple your business. And if I did not have the protective measures in place as I clicked on that email, who knows what would have happened um, in in terms of of the outcome of that. But you don't want to be putting yourself in that position or even risking that. And I say, if if you're sitting there thinking, you know what, no one's going to attack me or no one's going to, you know, do anything silly like that. I just implore you to do something about it. Um, Get proper protection software, just do something um, and keep yourself up to date. Keep your pencil sharp and always keep abreast of everything that goes on today. And if you, you can't, you know, listen to my podcast. I know that's a bit self-serving, but, you know, listen to my podcast, listen to different industry leaders out there that would give you the good word of cybersecurity so that you can think twice before you do something and always keep yourself secure. Thanks for listening to this entire episode, this first amazing episode of Darn IT Podcast. I'm your host, Darnley Gresson Jr., the CEO of Darn IT Group. Have a great day and see you next time. <laughs>